Welcome to another episode of Diaries of a Life Coach. My name is Larissa Dalton and I am your host. This podcast documents my journey of building a life coaching business where I talk about the steps I take to create my company, build my clientele, my coaching experiences, discoveries, and transformations. I am, however, so thrilled and excited to introduce my guest today, Haley Curtis. Haley is a life coach for dog lovers and specializes in self-care and transformation. Haley, welcome to this podcast. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get started. Yes. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, So I am located in Atlanta and I live with my standard poodle noodle. Um, And I've been life coaching for about a year now. I started my business back in March, 2020, right when the pandemic hit. Um, So it's been a pretty, pretty awesome journey, just learning about coaching and also about myself along the way. Um, So how did you, how did you end up pursuing life coaching? Well, I feel like with most life-changing things, you hit a very low. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find that that's pretty common. Um, I was in a low, let's see, December of 2019, I was working at Carter's and um, as a graphic designer. And I was just at my desk. It was after Christmas. I had run out of PTO. I was pissed that I had to be there, but like I had to because it's like, you know, a corporate job. Um, and I was just like, I couldn't help, but just manifest this, this thing inside of me. I was just so, um, I don't know what the word is, but I I knew something else. I, something had to change. And I, I was just really frustrated with where I was and the fact that I had to sit at this desk and do nothing just because it was the rules. And that wasn't okay with me. And that kind of sparked this fire to start something else. I've always wanted to do my own thing, um, but it absolutely terrified me. So that's really what prevented me from doing it. And, you know, I even tried getting friends, Hey, let's, let's start our own thing. Let's do this thing with me. And no one was really serious uh, about it. Like I was. Um, and so I, I, I'd been sitting on this idea of doing something for myself for a while. I just didn't know what it was and what it was going to be to take that leap. Um, I came up with, I could probably list a hundred ideas of things that I wanted to do. Um, but nothing really felt right. And during this moment uh, at my desk, I was like, what, what could I do? Like, what, what do I, what is my passion? And so I kind of started getting curious about that of like, what, what do I enjoy doing? I love dogs. Um, What do I love about dogs? And I kind of realized that I love helping people. That's the root of it. Um, I used to dog sit a lot and that kind of came from helping other people with their dogs. Um, And then it, you know, kind of manifested into helping other people take care of their dogs well. Um, And then I started realizing I could really help people with their mindset about owning a dog, whether you've never had a dog before, or if this is your fifth dog and you're open to learning new things, I thought maybe I can maybe there's an opportunity there. So I started exploring that, stumbled upon life coaching. I feel like that was just a big part um, 
a, a big part of the journey where I realized, okay, something's here. So I started doing more research, did a lot of YouTube, um, YouTubing and realized that the first thing I needed to do was hire a coach. So I hired a coach, found one through, are you familiar with girl boss? Seen some, 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 uh, like on Instagram, I've seen some their accounts maybe, or yes. their, her account. So they have a online resource where you can sign up and be a part of a community. And that's, that's actually where I found my coach. Cause they have a subgroup of coaching. So I had kind of asked a question, like, how, do, how do you find a life coach and tons of life coaches responded. And the one that was just very genuine and not like book a call with me. I was like, Ooh, you're interesting. So I actually booked a call with her, um, committed to a three month session with her and she helped me launch my business in March. So, uh, you got yourself a life coach and then did you feel like the life coach was instrumental in your success? Absolutely. Because before I hired a life coach, I can't tell you how many limiting beliefs popped up. And if I wouldn't have hired her, I don't think I would have fully believed in myself just because I, I, I wasn't at that point in my life yet where I had done the work of the mindset work, like, oh, that was so new to me. And I didn't have those tools yet. So hiring a life coach was really essential to launching my business. I would not have done it if I did not hire a life coach. Now, since I'm assuming that majority of my listeners are going to be young coaches or people that are planning to start their business, mm-hmm. um, what? how would you rate the difficulty, even with a life coach, of starting your business, your coaching yeah, business? Yeah, that's a great question. Because starting your own business as a life coach is different than starting your own business with a clothing company or some product you're selling. Because I found it very, and I still find it very difficult to sell myself. And not only do you have to, you have to believe in yourself. Like it's more than just starting a business. There's just so much more mindset work that's involved. And I had no idea getting started. And it's, it's a constant battle. It's a constant journey. It's not like you're good at it now and it's over. Like it's literally something that pops up along the way. Um, so because of that, I'd say it's very difficult. Um, it's super challenging, but extremely rewarding because when I look back on my year of everything that I've done, um, the growth that has happened, I'm really proud of that. And in the moment, it's so hard to acknowledge it and be grateful for that. Um, it's, I know for me, it, it really takes time for me to reflect and be like, wow, you did that thing. Like instead of watching TV and, you know, what else would I be doing? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's an amazing point that I want to kind of focus on for a second. Uh, you know, if you have some kind of product, you sell it. But as a life coach, you really have to believe in yourself first. Then you have to believe in the product, which is the coaching. Right. And then you also have to believe in your client, that the client is capable and willing to make the change. Right. So there's like a tremendous amount of mind work, like you said. Yeah. That goes into it. Absolutely. So if coaches are going through certification process Mm -hmm. or sometimes 
sometimes they don't go through certification process then. What would your advice be to them in preparation of launching their coaching business? What should they focus on? Yeah, I think it's very important to have a coach, if not multiple coaches, because you can have a business coach, you can have like a personal self-love coach, self-care coach, which is what I specialize in. Um, You can have, you know, even a, a spiritual coach. There are just so many different types of coaches. So I would recommend being coached consistently along your journey. Um, is more valuable and more important than being certified. I highly recommend being certified because there's no way I would have learned that on my own or through YouTube. Um, I just, I have certain tools that I didn't have before because I'm now certified. Um, But, you know, if that's not something you're able to afford immediately, that's okay. You can learn through coaching. You can experience coaching and know how to coach through that. Um, So, I would highly recommend getting a coach um, and not really, you know, having a coach the entire time. Because when I look back on the times I didn't have a coach, nothing changed. You know, like I said, I was going to coach myself. I can do it on my own, but I didn't. It's different. The accountability is different. The support goes a long way. And like the co-creation too is so valuable. You know, having someone else to bounce your ideas off of and validate you. Um, I found that to be so helpful. Yeah. You have like the synergy of two people. Yeah. And even though you're the one that's doing the work and you're the one that's, that's kind of leading the way for yourself, you still have that tremendous support and, and you feel like you're heard and understood and bouncing off ideas, maybe exploring your blind spots if there are any, you know? Exactly. Yeah. A great, great point. Great advice to, um, Okay, awesome. So um, tell me a little bit about uh, self-love. What what does that mean to you or how, and, and what is what does that mean to you and what is your approach to self-love? Yeah, um, you know, my, my understanding of self-love has evolved so much. It evolves every day. Um, it's like I said earlier with coaching, like it's not a quick fix. It's something that you're constantly working on. I remember when I was in that low of December, 2019, I, I was struggling to love myself and I really wanted to, I just didn't know how I understood the concept of self-care and take a bubble bath and eat chocolate and all of this. I was like, that sounds superficial. Like I can do those things today and then nothing changes. So like, where's, where's the change? Like, where am I going to actually feel like I love myself? Um, so I I just kind of started doing different things, uh, that were very specific to me. Um, you know, I'm not going to give advice on how you personally can go and love yourself. It's something you really need to reflect on and get to know yourself. Um, because I think that's where it started for me was, getting to know myself, spending time alone, um, being comfortable with that, putting my mental health and physical health first. Um, You know, I started working out every day. I started being very conscious of the food I was putting in my body. No diets, a lifestyle diet change of like, just eat healthy for your body. If you're craving a cookie, go and treat yourself every once in a while. 
Um, so I, I made it very um, important to put my mental health and physical health first. Um, and it's still something I do today. And it's something like I can level myself and be proud of at the end of the day. So certain things like that. And I, I realized that um, I get a lot from being in nature. And so I started going out in nature more and treating myself to those moments. Um, and to me, that's like what self-love is. It's, it's knowing yourself, knowing what you love and treating yourself to those things either every day or as much as you can uh, when you think about it. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that that you basically, well, the way I understood it is that it's almost like it, you kind of discover what it means to love yourself. Yeah. So yeah. It's and a there's a discovery process. Yes, a discovery process. And there's no formula. There's no, you formula. Know, there's no like do this, this and this, and then you'll love yourself one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I mean, like you, you know, to me, when somebody says self-love, I also think about, you know, bubble baths and chocolates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think like you, that it's a bit superficial. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about, is there a room for discipline in self-love? Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a big part of mental health and taking care of your, your mental health and your mind. Um, yes, discipline can come in form of limiting beliefs and it can come in form of setting boundaries. Um, that part is very difficult. I find, um, it's very challenging and it's just really rewarding in the end because once you, once you cross that path of the struggle, things become easier because, you know, it's hard to implement a boundary, but once you do, you won't have to do it so often because everyone around you is starting to understand your limits and how to respect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I, I do. I think when I think about self-love, I think about discipline because mm-hmm. in the way, you know, uh, proving to yourself that you can do this, building your own uh, self up, your belief in yourself. I find those to be self-love, helping yourself to succeed, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your journey with with your dog. Yeah. So I got Noodle um, in, like, let's see, February 2018, around Valentine's Day. So I've, it's almost been three years with him and I kind of got him on a whim. I, at the time, looking back, I was pretty depressed, um, full of anxiety and just didn't know where to direct that energy to, didn't know really how to handle it. Um, and so I impulsively got a dog mm-hmm. and he changed my life. He gave me that structure I needed. Um, but I eventually found myself pouring way too much of my time and energy into him Um, my world revolved around him. There was no sense of self because it was noodle. And once I kind of stepped back from that, I was like, this is, this was way too easy to do. It's like, I love him so much. I want to set him up for success. Um, I want to give him the world, but I also need to be taking care of myself. So that's kind of when I started stepping back and I realized like, 
I can't be the only one like this. Like I know a lot of other people are putting so much of their time and energy into their dogs and not enough into themselves. So I started to kind of figure out ways I can put myself first because when you own a dog, it's difficult. You, you know, there are certain things that are necessary to put your dog before yourself. Um, so I kind of figured out a few things I can do to put myself first. And one of them is eating before him. He used to whine whenever I'd feed him. Um, and whenever your dog whines at dinner time and you feed them, you're actually reinforcing that behavior. So I started feeding him at different times. And then I realized, you know what, you're going to eat after I eat because you can wait, you know, it was just an easy way to put myself first. Um, and so just having that mindset around noodle, um, really helped, you know, start this self-love self-care journey for my personal self. Um, but he was just, he's just been such a huge impact on my life. You know, like I said, he really got me out of that depression, gave me the structure I needed. And then it really took me to realize, Haley, you need to take care of yourself more. How can you do that? Um, so he's just been such a great companion, um, that has helped me really, you know, come to this point in my life. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I read somewhere, well, I've read in multiple sources that dogs tend to add 10 years of life because the love that the love that they give and helps you be more loving, but in your case, help you get through uh depression. Mm-hmm. That's that's tremendous. I think that's so um that's amazing. Yeah, it really is. He's he's so special to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know that you're working on many different projects right now. Are you yes. willing to share any, any of them? Are you willing yes. to talk about any of them? Love yes. to hear. So I am, I'm going to be launching a YouTube channel later this month, and it'll be focused on personal development and responsible dog ownership. That's Basically, amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Basically, my goal is just to provide value um, on a platform where the content will be more everlasting mm-hmm. um, and also just more searchable content. I've been wanting to do this for such a long time, but was just, you know, so overwhelmed and intimidated by YouTube being a new platform and not knowing anything about it from a YouTuber standpoint. I know all about consumer, but, you know, I was transitioning here and I wanted to do it right. Um, and I actually found a YouTube life coach that helped me with this launch. Yeah. Um, she's actually multi-passionate boss babe on Instagram. So if anyone's thinking about launching their YouTube channel, go follow her because she's always giving out free information on her page. And she's an awesome coach. If you're ready to, you know, take your YouTube channel seriously. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. So, um, for a new coach, how would you recommend they add new ventures into, into their practice? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think looking back on the things that I did in the beginning, it was very much comparison, me comparing myself to a coach that's already at the point where I want to be. And that was a little toxic because I was doing things that didn't align with me. 
Um, I was just doing them because they were the right thing to do. Uh, so-called right thing to do. And it's taken me about, you know, at this point I've, I've tried several different things and where I'm at now is I'm committed to doing the things that I want to do. I want to be on YouTube. I'm going to do that. I'm really trying to focus on what feels right for me and just put my energy in there because I know something's going to come from it, even if it's not, you know, the normal route of a life coach. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, how did you deal with uh, the comparison trap when you're, when you're trapped in it? How did you deal with that? Yeah. Oh, I mean, this happens several times. I feel like it's once a month where I find myself in this comparison trap. And it's, it's really subconscious too, because it's, it's hard to identify when it's happening. Um, triggers for me are, you know, I'll, I'll get very down on myself. Um, I'll start to doubt myself. I'll feel like I'm not doing enough. And it's, like I said, it's, it's been a journey, but at this point I'm aware of when I'm feeling that way. And that's my indication of going inward. Okay. Where is this coming from? Why are you being so hard on yourself? Why are you doubting yourself? We were doing great yesterday. What happened? And really kind of digging in to see where that's coming from. And sometimes it's comparison. Um, and I just have to acknowledge that, you know, like I'm on my own path. These other people are on their own path. Um, and it's not going to be the same. And, you know, it's so hard on social media. Not everyone's sharing their struggles and their comparison modes, you know, so you don't see that side. And so you feel very alone when it happens. Um, so yeah, it's just something that I've had to have the awareness around and really like go inward and be like, Hey, what's going on? Let's, let's take a look here and get curious. Yeah. Um, I love what you said. It, it's, uh, it definitely resonates with me and I'm sure that it's going to resonate with, with the audience. The fact that when you are engaged in comparison or looking at other people ahead of you, where you want to be or success of others, a lot of times you don't see the struggles, uh, but it also feels very, very lonely. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's such a good point that you're making. And, and that's when you pivot, that's when you look inside and that's where you start recognizing your attributes, your, your, your strengths, your achievements, your goals, because your goals might be different. Um, and know that you are unique. There's only one of you and you, and only you can do those special things that nobody else can. Exactly. So I think it's very good, uh, to be aware of this. I think this is, I hope it's helpful, helpful for others because it is helpful for me to hear this again. Yeah. So what, what outside of like your personal inner work that you've been doing and, and, you know, personal growth, what have been your struggles as it comes to building your coaching business? Hmm. That you're willing to share. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, because there's been a lot of struggles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good. It's good for, 
for everybody to know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not easy. It's, it's, it's a difficult, it's a challenging journey. You, you know, it requires self-discipline. It requires, um, you know, your ability to calm yourself down, to stay mm-hmm. focused, to stay motivated, to stay on track, to reach out, to, uh, to make new acquaintances, to, you know, there's just a lot. There's and, so much. Yeah. There really is. Um, I'd say the thing I struggle with the most is self-doubt. I know in the very beginning of starting my coaching business, I struggled with worthiness of like, who am I to help someone out like this? Um, And, you know, over time, the more I started coaching, the more I realized my my worth as a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And that really helped me you know, with that aspect of being worthy. So it's not something I struggle with anymore, but it's definitely something that was huge in the beginning of like this imposter syndrome of like, who am I? Like, I'm just, I just want to do this. I want to help people. Why, why should someone trust me? And since you're selling yourself and your service, having that mindset is almost impossible to go out and get clients because if you aren't believing in your work and yourself, no one's going to trust you. So you really have to start with yourself. You have to trust yourself and do the work to trust yourself because it doesn't just happen. Um, right. I had to coach in order to kind of prove to myself to and like hear the impact that they made on other people to be like, okay, like I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I was able to step into that kind of power, um, I think that's where um, you know, it really benefited me as a coach. Um, but as, as long as, as far as the business side of things, self-doubt has just been a constant theme that pops up. Um, and it's different than feeling worthy. It's more about, um, you know, like process, like showing up on Instagram. Is this working? Is this resonating with people? Why am I doing this? You know, just constantly battling in my head of not getting feedback. Um, I'm, I've realized this past year that I really thrive when I am supported. And when I'm not supported, that's when I start to go with, into this self-doubt spiral. Um, and, you know, it, it's something that I'm constantly working on, trying to find the support within myself to support me and move on. Um, and not really rely on other people, but it, it's it's just so different when someone can validate a good like that you're doing a good job. Um, so I found I find that self doubt is just something that continuously pops up, and you know, it's starting. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more challenging. And I'm glad that you brought that point up at the beginning that it's it's much more difficult than starting a business with some kind of merchandise or something like that, something tangible. Mm-hmm. Because this requires so much work, like inner work. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I thank you for sharing that. I, I hope that people hear this because I think this is very, very important to know, to recognize. Yeah, and it's, it's just a matter of, you know, either hiring a coach to help you get through that self-doubt or you coaching yourself through it and really realizing that you can do it and that it's going to be really difficult and really hard, but you can really do it. And it's just so rewarding when you get to that other side. Yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely. Um, So one of the things that one of the platforms I'm using is Instagram to, um, to generate clients. And I think one thing that has helped me in terms of feedback is I look at the analytics and I can see, you know, whether my post has been shared or whether people saved Mm -hmm. it. And sometimes, you know, you have like three people like it. And so (laughs) you're like, hmm, I wonder if this resonates with anybody, you know? (laughs) Um, But then sometimes you look at the analytics and you're like, oh, wow, actually, uh, so many people shared it with, you know, with each other or saved it. And that kind of uh, spurs things up a little bit for you, you know, give you courage to, (laughs) okay, let's not delete this post, you know? (laughs) but but yeah that that is um that is a challenge i mean all the feedback you know if you're yes. giving direct feedback you definitely right. start questioning if you're resonating if uh if people are hearing you you know if you should be continuing doing this yeah I, yeah it's definitely you know something i struggled with for a while and i was talking to a friend about it cuz i was just frustrated i was like i just want to know like i just want to know if if i've helped someone because yeah. a lot of times people aren't going to say like hey i've been i thought about you today when i was doing that thing and thanks for sharing that post like people just don't communicate that and i was sharing this with the frustration with her friend and she was like you know what haley just keep going and it was so simple, but it really stuck with me because it was like, she's right. I just have to keep going because it doesn't matter if I know someone is changing, you know, like if I've changed someone's perspective, like I'm sure I have, um, you know, there's just no way I haven't, even if it's one person, I know that it has happened and I just have to keep going because I could impact more people. Um, I could impact someone to, you know, hire a life coach, which could turn into an even more transformative, um, you know, thing. So it's just, it's about that self-doubt and just kind of talking it through with other people and, you know, being validated of like, Hey, just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Are you engaged in any other network networking? Yes. Yeah. So I, like I had said at the end of last year, 2020, I was like, okay, let's, let's reevaluate where you're putting your time and energy this year. And I wanted to kind of redo things to what I wanted to do, where I wanted to spend my time. Um, so I wanted to spend more time on Pinterest, um, and just like all over my platforms. Cause I'm on LinkedIn, um, Pinterest. I started Quora, um, and especially YouTube. And I wanted to also build an email list because something I learned last year um, from everyone's, whether it's like someone's account got deleted, they had to use a backup account. It's like, I don't want to be in that position. Um, And it reminded me like, I don't own Instagram, so I shouldn't put all my eggs in that basket. So this year I'm working on kind of dispersing where I'm putting my energy and just seeing what comes back from it. Um, I'm also on this app called Long Walks. I'm actually an ambassador for them. Mm. And it's just like a, a daily journal prompt. And it's 
it just makes you feel good. It's an app based on kindness. They have daily journal prompts. You can interact with other people and support one another. And it's just, I've met some really amazing people through that app and it's given me something in exchange. So even though I may not be like saying like, Hey y'all, I'm a life coach on there. I'm just existing on that app as a life coach. Um, and it, it really is fulfilling for me personally. Yeah. So are you, are you on clubhouse? I am on clubhouse. Um, I have not participated much mm -hmm. and, you know, I think I, I can't decide if this is a limiting belief or if it's just like a comparison mode thing, but I just like, it intimidates me. I feel like you have to be in the right position to like join a club because you have to be able to listen. Um, and you have to be able to respond if you're in the club and able to talk. Um, and like that intimidates me. Um, so, you know, I think there's a little bit of limiting beliefs popping up of what I'm justifying of why I'm not actively on there. But at the same time, like I'm not, I'm an introvert and like, it's kind of public speaking in a way. And that just makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's really something that aligns well with me. Um, you know, maybe like Quora would be a better um, outlet for my, you know, creativity and expression. Um, you know, I have nothing against Clubhouse, but everyone's doing it. So am I comparing myself and setting myself up for like, hey, you got to get on there because everyone's doing it? Or does it just not align with who I am and how I want to share my, you know, value? Yeah. Yeah, well... <clears throat> It could be either or, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be. I've been trying to figure it out yeah. since it launched. <laughs> you know, one thing I can say that from what you've said is that, you know, I, I don't know how it's different from you coaching somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So I definitely think you're, you're skilled to do that. Uh, you know, uh, people have all kinds of issues that they come and they ask all kinds of questions, mindset, mm -hmm. all these things. I mean, all these things, everybody deals with that. So I, I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see how that's different from coaching. So I definitely think you could absolutely do it. Yeah. Plus you don't see anybody, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No> visual. <laughs> um, but um, it is a very interesting platform. And today, uh, tonight, actually, I'm going to be like participating for the first time on there. Fine. And very curious and excited at the same time to see what comes out of it, you know. Right. Uh, but, you know, I'm all about pushing my limits these days. Yes. <laughs> and um, so far, uh, I've enjoyed uh, doing that tremendously. I, I love just doing different things. Um but also recently, because I am on uh, Instagram platform, that's kind of my main platform. But like you, I'm realizing people keep posting about, you know, closed accounts or deleted accounts or, you know, whatever. And so um, I've been engaging with people with different communities. I've been meeting different coaches, you know, focusing on collaborating a little bit more. I'm finding that it's giving me a little bit, a lot more exposure into the coaching business. Um, but also I'm learning so much just, you know, by talking to you today, you know, yeah. you, the way you frame certain things, like it totally brought clarity to, to me and hopefully to the audience as well. Um, so that's, that's one avenue that I'm pursuing. Um, the clubhouse, you know, I'm interested to see what happens there because I, 
heard many people say that they were able to create these communities and, and completely just exchange information. Um, I'm looking at volunteering, you know, doing some uh, volunteer coaching. Um, and it's kind of twofold. It's just to kind of uh, better my skill, my coaching skill, because it is newly acquired a skill that I need to polish and develop. And so um, I'm doing some coaching, volunteering, and um, and also being very vocal that I'm a coach. And um, as you, you understand like the identity of becoming a coach, let go of the corporate and now this is who you are. And so I had a little bit of a challenge coming out and saying, hey, I'm a coach now. I am no longer working for a corporation. I am my own boss. I am a coach. I can, and I can help you. So I've been working on that as well. And, um, but yeah, so I've been looking at different avenues as well, just to kind of create different circles and different communities and be part of that. And hopefully in the future contribute, you know? Yeah, that's great. And I think this podcast is a great way to connect with other people too. Yeah. I really hope it's helpful. Um, because I mean, for me going through this process, I mean, my husband is self-employed, so I get a lot of like the business, uh, help from him, you know, he can help me do this and with website and Google, like all the logistical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, from like a coaching perspective, you know, like having confidence, like the three things we talked about having confidence in yourself, the coaching and your clients, that's something that I'm building. And, but at first I needed to learn about it. So I had to hear it from other coaches or from other people or from other sources, you know? And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I hope that whoever's listening, you know, learns about these things and focuses on them and hopefully, um, expands the horizon and awareness that these yes. things are, you know, happening are real. So, right. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how could they get in touch with you and work with you and maybe look at your, or sign up for your YouTube channel? Yeah. So my website is HaleyCurtis.com. All of my social media is I am Haley Curtis. Um, but I'd say if you wanted to get in touch with me, you could email me, go through my website. You could also send me a DM on Instagram. I am Haley Curtis and my YouTube is just Haley Curtis. Another question. Sorry. Are you still doing, um, graphic design? I am. So I actually, um, launched a graphic design agency that focuses on branding through social media. Um, so basically we help companies streamline branding, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and just making sure that, you know, that logo is consistent. Their images with copy are branded. I see so many people posting different colors and fonts, and it's really important to stick with, you know, a certain look and feel to help resonate with your customer. Um, So that's what I focus on with design and help companies do. Um, we also create logos and brand guidelines and stuff like that. And so if anybody wants to engage with your branding company, how would they do that? Um, they can go to designbeagency.com or send me an email at Haley at designbeagency.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure, truly a pleasure getting to know you and hearing, you know, your perspectives on some of these important issues. So thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for the opportunity. 
Have any questions about today's episode? Just head over to my website, larissadalton.com forward slash contact dash info and send in your request or simply email me at larissadalton10 at gmail.com. You can find my podcasts wherever podcasts are found. If you would like me to cover a specific topic, also submit that request via website or my email. Connect with me on Instagram at Larissa underscore Dalton or book a complimentary session with me at larissadalton.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again for joining me today and I hope to see you next time.